0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Welcome to Conversations with Christopher with world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, friends. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. We so appreciate you dropping by Our Little World for the next half hour for a wonderful, wonderful discussion. And I want to send a big thank you and lots of love out to my legion of supporters and followers who've really sent me and my family lots of good energy in the wake of my uncle Carl passing away um, about a week ago. Thank you all for the lovely prayers and, and good energies that you've been sending my way and my grandmother's way and my mother's way. We really love you and appreciate you for that and for many other things. But today it's always such an honor Uh, when I have this lady on the show, and I'm talking about not just any lady, she's my friend, Jean Callanan. This is her fifth time appearing on the show today, and she's back with us by popular demand. So many of you have requested her to come back again and again and again, so we're very happy that she's come back to us again today. She's so loyal to this show. She always, 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 always comes back Today, we're going to be talking about the rise of spirituality and ways that we can all make a difference. Jean is changing lives every single day with her successful company, Momenta Hub, which we're going to talk a little bit more about today. She's traveled the Camino de Santiago and she's been in many, many parts of the world. She's seen spirituality at its weakest and at its strongest. We're thrilled she's back with us once again to share her wit and wisdom. With us once again. Let's give a warm welcome to the phenomenal Jean Talanan. Welcome back, my friend.
0: Thank you very much, Christopher. It's lovely to be back with you.
1: I'm so happy that you've come back. And it's such a meaningful topic, also, because there's a lot of people that, you know, in this crazy, hectic world, it's not weird for people to want to tap into a connection with something bigger than oneself, which is an excellent reason to be more spiritual, which is what we're really gonna dig into and and talk about today. Um when I say the word spiritual to you, what's the first word that comes to your mind?
0: I think connection and not alone.
1: I love that. That that's 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 very inspirational. I think a lot of people listening today um we'll definitely connect with that and feel feel that way as well. There's a lot of things that people can do uh, to become a little bit more spiritual. And that's what we're really going to dig into and talk about today and and the rise of spirituality, because you really have been in in some uh, very interesting places through your traveling and through your work. And you've seen different, different parts of the world where spirituality is, is on the rise and other parts of the world where it's just getting going. Where do you think is the strongest, you know all the places you've traveled and you've been Where do you think is the strongest place you've been where you've really had just a phenomenal spiritual connection where people are really getting it
0: i would say bali Mm. where the they have this amazing thing of blessing everything So if you go to the food market in the morning, which is very colorful, and I've been in Bali several times and my partner Manolo Link has also written about Bali because he has a particular affinity with it. But if you go to the market in the morning, uh, not only does every food stall have its own um, little thing of of blessings, but you'll see people buying food. In the market to put on a little offering, which they will put down in a corner on the street uh, with sort of an incense stick lit coming out of it. They have this amazing thing where just everything is blessed. So if you think that, you know, the stall holder in the market is blessing the food, the cook is then blessing the food, you are then eating the food that has been blessed, that whole virtuous circle is. It's just phenomenal, and it seems to sort of permeate every aspect of life in Bali.
1: And that's what it sounds like, and, and we're so so excited to, to talk more with uh, your partner, with the wonderful Manolo Link, next month, August 16th, right here, on Conversations with Christopher to celebrate a lot of things. We're going to be celebrating the, the release of his forthcoming book in English, A New Life on Bali, and so much more. August 16th, everybody, mark your calendars. Uh, for that, last year we had Gene and Manolo doing their very first joint appear. <laughs> Let me just finish that sentence. Doing their very first joint appearance on the show, and it was so wonderful during the holidays. that We're going to do that probably again this year. I want to thank everybody who's joining us today, and again, welcome to the show. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. Joining us is always the wonderful, beautiful Gene Callan. And there's so many practices that people can incorporate into their everyday life. Uh, which can help them, uh, which helps us all live to be more spiritual. And I think one of the biggest keys, um, it, at least for me, and I think that you might agree with me on this, Gene, one of the biggest tools that can help people become more spiritual um, is meditation, to begin each day with a meditation, to try to end each day with a meditation, even if it's only for a minute. Do you agree with that?
0: I, I do. I do. The the whole thing of just quietening Quietening the mind. Um, I've recently started using the Headspace app, which is sort of is one of the the big international apps in relation to to mindfulness, and it's really helpful because you know you can choose on it. Do you want to do two minutes? Do you want to do five minutes? Do you want to do ten minutes? And it will send you little reminders, and it will do all of that. But it's done in a very in a very beautiful way, so it just is a is a support for those days when you think I can't I can't just sit here I need mm. I need a crutch I need something to support me. Um, mm. That and I mean and the other one that that I always find helps as well um, is the whole thing of journaling first thing in the morning. Mm.
1: Mm. You know That's Julia right. Cameron's
0: wonderful thing about morning pages, and we seem to sort of write the worries out of our system when we when we do them
1: that's that's very true and what is your opinion and in, 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 as far as journaling is concerned because some people like to journal on the computer and type a journal on the computer but i find journaling is more it's more of an experience when you actually write it out with your hand you know pen and paper what do you think about that
0: I I have to write it out too. And ideally, I like to have a really nice journal with no lines on the paper and Mm -hmm. a nice pen and uh, so that it becomes a little bit of a ritual and something special. And I love then that you actually, you know, like I keep, I have boxes of journals upstairs in the attic um, and they can be such an amazing thing to go back in. I mean, oh, sure. one of the one of the scary things is you realise how much you've learned and how much you forget all the time, but uh, and how much of the same things come up all the time for us. Certainly mm. for me, I find the mm-hmm. same the same things coming up that I'm working with.
1: That's fascinating, and I know a lot of people listening today love to journal. And those of you that journal or blog or you know journal on the computer or whatever try writing it out with a pen and paper or pencil and and see because you really do feel more of an emotional attachment to the words when you actually physically write it out i think we've become so so many habits have been formed around technology and we just kind of have to go back to basics every once in a while i think one of the other really great things to do uh, those that want to rise up and and, and be awoken to their spiritual identity Uh, is to also practice gratitude because there's a lot of people that seem to think that the world owes them a favor, um, and they wonder why they never get anywhere with that attitude. I think that when somebody can kind of let go of the anger, let go of the bitterness, and practice gratitude, practice positive visualizations, I think that that helps us all. Don't you agree with that as well? I mean, just practicing gratitude and, and trying to be positive I,
0: I do and I, I have to say it was one of my one of the things that the Camino de Santiago de Compostela really mm. brought home to me when I did the um, 500 mile walk from mm-hmm. the French border to Santiago on that old pilgrimage route um, there you're walking with your life on your back uh, you're living mm-hmm. a very simple life the gratitude for a cup of coffee no cup of coffee has ever tasted as good as a cup of coffee after you know a three-mile walk first thing in the morning and you're hoping there will be somewhere in the next village that you can have a cup of coffee, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're hoping you're going to get a bed. I mean, sorry, I did always get a bed, but you still become very grateful for a bed. You become grateful for a bathroom. Things that, at home, we all have in abundance. And, we, you know, we never give, give thanks for at all. On the Camino, it was like the Camino reset the whole gratitude button. So you became very grateful for a lot of the very simple things of life Um, and was one of the lovely things about the Camino
1: and of course that's where you met your partner Manolo Link which we all love so much and just so excited about his new journey in America with the American audience and and his new literary agent in America so excited about that you know you've you've, in fact those of you that want to learn more about the Camino de Santiago Gene you can go into our archives here uh, one of the first times she was on the show, I think the first two times Jean was here um we we did shows on the Camino de Santiago, and people are still listening to those on the archive through iTunes and through the internet. So those of you that want to learn more about that um please do go into the archives and do a search for for Jean because like i said she's she's hosted quite a few shows on this on conversations with Christopher about um the Camino. So we're, and, and that kind of leads me, that was the perfect segue into into our next little subtopic about spending time in nature. Um, some people who, who are going through difficulty, sometimes they, they just don't leave their house. Some people don't even leave their bedroom. Um, I think it's really important to just get out and enjoy nature. And I've always told people, if you're feeling off, if you're feeling low, then go hug a tree. You know, go, go play in the dirt. Get, get back to basics. Go out in nature to feel that the world is still supporting you and the world is still very much alive. What do you think about spending time in nature?
0: I, I think it's sort of, it's one of those things I don't do enough of. But when I, mm. every time I do it, I go, oh, I need to do more of it. And I need to do it mindfully because um, I have, and I live in the city center of Dublin, and we have some very beautiful parks. Mm. Um, and sometimes, you know, I will be going to a meeting and I will walk across one of these parks and I will reach the other side and I, was, I will realize I have seen nothing. I have seen no trees, no flowers, no ducks because I've been so busy lost in my, lost in my head thinking about mm-hmm. the meeting or thinking about whatever my latest worry is, you know. Um, so I'm a great believer in, in that thing of consciously being in nature. Even if it's only for five minutes, to actually give nature the, the attention it deserves. Because when we do, you know, even just sitting in your garden waiting to see what birds will come along, um, or looking at the sky and the clouds, you know, if you don't go out of your house, um, there's so much, there's so much that can be given to us, you know, that just anchors us and I think grounds us.
1: I think so too. And I believe that the best things in life are free you know, and stuff and going to the park and going out in nature and stuff and, and, and just being open uh, to receiving the gift of being in nature. It definitely it definitely does help people a tremendous amount. And and one of the other things that I think is important for people in, in terms of being more spiritual and being more open and accessible to your own spiritual identity is to be open to signs from the universe. Um, A lot of people receive signs from the universe and they just discount them or dismiss them immediately. But not you. uh, Not Jean. Um, Tell us about that and and how we can all be a little bit more open to different signs from the universe, different signs from the angels and spirit guides. How do you think is a way that we can just be more open and accessible to listening and being quiet? I'm
0: I'm not even sure you need to be quiet. Um, I think you need to suspend your cynicism, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in my experience, you know, if you, if you ask for help, you get it. Um, it may not look like what you thought it would look like, um, but help comes, help comes along and being being aware of that. And again, then gratitude comes into place. But it, it, for me, it's really interesting the way different people are given signs. Mm-hmm. Um, I was speaking with somebody recently who has a very deep affinity with butterflies, and oh. you know butterflies are the way that he is given that he is given signs. Whether it's at a funeral, a butterfly appearing, whether it's whatever, he is given he is given reassurance by butterflies. Mano is Manolo is very into numbers, so he will oh. see the number plate of a car, and it will give him reassurance um because he will he will see something in that in that number whereas I'm I'm innumerous. i'm afraid if the angels wanted to communicate with me with numbers they could be doing you know all kinds of things to me and i would never i would never see the see the thing i suppose i get i get a lot of the messages in in the the things people say to me or mm-hmm. a song will come on or i will read something and i'll go oh that's the answer to that Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always just struck by how How much support and help were given And you know all I would say to people is Even if you think it's all complete nonsense mm-hmm. Suspend your disbelief for a minute or two And just say well you know Let me imagine that I have a guardian angel Because I do actually deeply believe The people of guardian angels And I think it's one of the the tragedies of modern life that, you know, children aren't told that they have a guardian angel. They don't learn that they have a guardian angel because um, it can be a massive help to. It can be a mm. massive help to people. I mean, I, as you know, I did a lot of work at one stage with Lorna Byrne, yeah. who is a, a very well-known author who has mm-hmm. a very unusual gift of, of seeing angels physically and seeing mm-hmm. them all the time. And, you know, as you know, I'm a businesswoman, so, you know, I don't take these things lightly, but I absolutely believe Lorna. But we've done, you know, I've accompanied her into things like prisons, where we've been dealing with, you know, gangland members, really tough guys who have said things, you know, in front of others, like, you mean people like us who do terrible things, have a guardian angel, and drawn enormous comfort. That they are not mm. alone when they are in their cell, that they have a guardian angel with them, all you know, the number of the most unlikely people who mm. have um, admitted to believing that they have a guardian angel, um, so I think you know it 's one of those gifts that uh, i don 't like i don 't like waste i don 't like energy being squandered yeah. i don 't like talents being squandered i don 't like money being squandered. And I and I hate the idea that you know we might have resources like angels there to help us that we don't actually ask or use.
1: Hmm. That's well, that's that's right. That's right. And 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 there's there's so many people listening today, and I know that this is, this is helping so so many people. And again, thank you for coming back today. It's always such a great time when you're here. One of the things that um, you know, spiritual growth means taking a leap of faith from time to time, rather than trying to get everything in place before you start. Something important, you know, why not follow your intuition and allow the plan to evolve? And this means taking a step of faith and trusting that the angels will provide and and, and, and whatever is needed for your success. I think this is something that people are scared to do sometimes, is taking a leap of faith, taking a risk, because they don't know if there's solid ground below or a hand to hold or hell to pay. You know, I think that there's it, it, taking a leap of faith, a big step of faith is very hard for a lot of people because I think a lot of people really do fear change, even if it's one of the best changes to, to happen. And how do, how do you feel about that and, and, and taking risks and, and taking a step of faith every once in a while? How do you feel that that helps the spirit grow stronger?
0: I think faith is a bit like a muscle. Mm-hmm. So I think, you, I think you start small um and you know i think you you test it on smaller on smaller things um and i and i think you do do the practical bit as well um i mean saint augustine uh always mm-hmm. said that you um pray as if everything depends on god and you work as if everything depends on you and, you know, we've laughed at the modern the modern version uh, um, is you know you you pray you pray you'll catch the bus and you run like hell. Um, right. You know, I found find some sort of some of the visualization work that is around that's talked about. You know about you you know you sit and you visualize your Ferrari and you visualize you know your massive mansion and your millions and whatever, but you don't actually work towards it. Um, I find that very frustrating. I'm I'm a great believer in you visualise and then you work towards it. So I would certainly say take leaps of faith, but I would also say, you know, keep one foot keep one foot on the ground, keep it grounded as well. But sometimes we end up having to take that take the second foot off the ground and say, I'm going to take the chance and I'm going to make the leap. But I, I think we do still need to keep ourselves grounded. And I think that's one of the issues that people struggle with is how to how to get that balance.
1: I think so, too. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today. I hope that people listening will be able to this, this, – I know this is going to help so many people. Friends, if you're just now joining us, uh, you're a little bit late, but we're just so happy that you could be here. We're talking with always wonderful the uh, Jean Callanan. And you can go on her website, which we're going to talk about right now. It's called Momentahub.com, M-O-M-E-N-T-A-H-U-B.com. And Jean has worked as a strategic marketing consultant with a wide variety of familiar brands and organizations that many of you have heard of. Um, She works with brands and organizations to gain the momentum and the energy that come from developing a compelling vision and a clear strategy. Uh, Jean is particularly good at helping organizations access the hidden reservoirs of knowledge that exist within them. You know, this is some of the work some of the your greatest work and accomplishments is with Momenta Hub and it's it's such a the, this this company is is kind of like your baby. You've really built it from the ground up and it's just such an amazing thing to be a part of. Tell us what your vision statement is in going forward now with Momenta Hub and what you hope to accomplish over the next few years.
0: Well, I just I I feel very privileged about the fact that I get to work with a variety of, of different um, people and organizations and i 'll be very honest and i, I shouldn 't really say this you know, it never really worries me whether somebody is a commercial client or is somebody in the non profit sector that'm that i 'm that I'm helping. Um, I just love being able to make a difference and being able to go in and be what i would call a thinking partner so a lot of my work is working with individuals who have a vision for their lives or for social good or organizations and helping them to get really clear about that vision and then helping them to decide what where is the what are the priorities where should yeah. they be putting their energy because we always a massive amount of energy by doing things that are that are not really important and we leave behind things that are important and if you can help people to 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 get clear about what's important then they get so much more energy and the other thing that i think is really important is actually being there to support people so and it doesn't matter what you know sometimes it's a big commercial organisation i've one commercial organisation that i work with and they're doing Newer and bigger things all the time. And the number of times they say to me, Well, we wouldn't have had the courage to do that, Jean, if you weren't there saying, It'll all be fine. This is how you need to mm-hmm. do it. Go on. You're well mm-hmm. able to do that. And the sort of the analogy I use is you know, the way um, an adult will sometimes teach a child to swim by putting their two hands underneath their bodies in the water so they know they are safe if they fall. Mm-hmm. The child mm-hmm. is swimming but the two hands are there to keep them, to keep them safe. Um, and that's what I would do with my clients. And I have, like, I have a, some phenomenal clients. I have a wonderful woman who is has set up a not-for-profit here in Ireland called Not So Different, mm-hmm. and have just been given a very big uh, funding project by the government to help work with people who have autism, people who are on the Mm. spectrum to get employment because about 85% of people who um, have been diagnosed as being on the spectrum um, are not working, uh, which is a terrible waste for them. It's a terrible waste for the economy. It is a waste of lives. And this amazing woman, Deirdre Lynch, who herself is on the spectrum, is doing phenomenal work. And it's a real privilege to be able to, Support somebody like that as they go through their work.
1: And and it's such a great job that you're doing with these people and companies. And it's people have really caught on to it, and it's just so exciting to have been a part of this with you since the very beginning when you launched it. Those of you that want to look more into into Jean and her website can visit her online at momentahub.com. You can send her an email to Jean Callanan at momentahub.com, and let her know that you heard her right here on Conversations with Christopher. I think we always love it when people people tell our guests, we heard you on Christopher's show. So be sure to check Jean's website out at momentahub.com and see how she can help you because anybody listening to this show today, Jean can help you, and she does wonderful work. So please reach out to her. Um, And I think Jean's the kind of person that if she can't help you, she's going to be direct and very honest with you. You know, she's not going to lead you astray or lead you down a dead-end road. Jean is one of the most honest people I've ever known, and, and, and her integrity is nothing short of flawless. So please check her out. She's a wonderful woman, and we love her very, very, very much. In our final thank moment, you, Christopher.
0: The feeling's mutual. Oh,
1: oh, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you and love you and Manolo so very much. It's always so much fun when we get together and do these shows, and, and it's just like a homecoming of sorts because – I do consider you both family um, it's just such a special connection that we've that we've had almost from the very beginning you know I remember back in the day when I we used to email back and forth you know to schedule Lorna uh, we're talking about Lorna burn angels in my hair messages from heaven stairways to heaven she's had so many books well from above so many wonderful books uh, and many of them Jean Uh, was able to get to the number one on the Sunday Times bestseller list and so many other bestsellers. Gene has done phenomenal work with uh, Lorna and other authors. So if you're an author that wants to take yourself to the next level, Gene is your girl. Um, Friends, if you want to check out some of the archives, like I said, this is Gene's fifth time here. Uh, We've got wonderful shows in the archive over – well, two, three hours, hours worth of shows. So be sure to check that out and let us know which one is your favorite, and, and we'll certainly um, appreciate that feedback. Um, in our final moments, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are struggling, and, and I think sometimes that if we can be their guide or be just a shining beacon in the in the dark, it's very, very helpful. What do you suggest in, in our final moments um, to, to help somebody that's going through a difficult time, you know, sometimes it's it's not easy for us to relate to somebody um, if we haven't been through a particular experience ourselves. How could we possibly know what it, what that person is feeling? What do you suggest in terms of trying to help somebody going through difficulty right now? Or some words of encouragement.
0: Well, I would say the remember you're not alone, and just try that one that one out, um, because in my experience, it can be a massive help to people and the other thing is all we can do is is be there uh, and mm-hmm. sometimes we think if we don't have a solution that we're of no help to somebody but that's not actually true by just mm-hmm. being there uh, sending sending love saying a prayer we can actually be of help
1: and i know that you're 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 always praying for so many people and those a tie those uh, Thailand boys in the cave. I know you were uh, for them. As
0: I said, say a prayer, I was thinking of all you had been doing on social media in relation to that case. And if, thou, if there was ever a case that was that showed the power of prayer, it was those boys coming out safely oh, and safely. It,
1: it was something else. And I was so disappointed with the American media that it was not covered. So I really just took, I, I just let those updates take over all of my social networks for about four days because I was so disappointed that they're, they're just, you know, they were just putting on, you know, political people and things like that. We don't mention his name on the show ever. So, you know, we're not even going to go there. Um, but um, we're just so glad that you came back today. And we're looking forward to August 16th when Manolo Link comes back. I think this is his fifth, fourth, or fifth, or sixth time on the show. So we're going to celebrate that. And his in his new book, new in English language, very soon called A New Life in Valley, which we're so excited about. We've been part of this since the beginning, and we're so excited for him that it's finally getting closer to the release to introduce him more into the American audience, which we're going to do a a release party right here on the Conversations as soon as we know the release date in English and stuff like that. So we've got lots of exciting things. And I do want to have you and Manolo back during the November or early December to do another holiday show like we did last year, because that was so well-received, and we had a lot of fun doing that. So we'll definitely we look
0: forward to that.
1: Yes, it was a wonderful time to have you both on the show at the same time. It was just double the fun. So thank you for coming mm-hmm. back. I send you a big, big warm hug and lots of love to you and Manolo. Thank you again for coming back today and sharing so much of yourself with us.
0: Thank you, Christopher, and to all your listeners.
1: And we so appreciate you, Jean. Thanks again for coming back. That's the wonderful Jean Callanan. You can check her out at www.momentahub.com. You can check her out on Twitter. Her handle is Jean Callanan on Twitter. She's got she's one of my favorite Twitterers. Always daily inspiration. Check her out. Until next time, friends. Take care and lots of love. Bye for now.